Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Party 101 ESPN YouTube. YouTube channel is... Uh... It's becoming a better show than the radio show. I think it's time for us to acknowledge that. Is that, a, is that a high bar? No. No. It's a but bar, it's still, though. it's a tip of the cap. Yeah, it's a bar. I think there's a guy in there telling an erotic story, and everybody's on the edge of their seats. So it's kind of like Clark W. Griswold at the end of Christmas Vacation, and he gathers the children around, and he's telling a wonderful night-before-Christmas story. And everybody's on the edge of their seat in the YouTube chat on this, but it's like a, I think it's I think it's a an all male hookup story, and everybody's really excited about it. That's nice. So anyway, if you want to participate in that, that's there for YouTube. But here is the Colonel, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Gabriel P.D. Armin, and he's brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Webster Groves. Morning, Colonel. Tim, I'm so disappointed I can't quote Christmas Vacation right now. Yeah, isn't that a yeah. shame? Isn't that a shame? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can I on YouTube? Are we on like terrestrial radio here? Or can uh, I we are. All, we are actually on. We're actually in a stunning development for the first time in what Jackson says is my Hall of Fame career on HD one radio, albeit middays. So that eliminates my ability to curse in these. Yes. Yes. Although Jackson, do you have the dump button? Right here, yeah, too. Yeah, Gabe, it's up to you if you want to fire a bullet, you know. I've actually never right, had well, we'll, here, so I we'll, uh, proceed with caution. We'll keep Jackson on his toes. We'll see how it goes. Right, nice. Toes, Look at yeah. the colonel. He might, he might be firing one. We got a big 24 hours here. 24, 36 hours. Hell, I don't know. But either way, basketball tonight with Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers taking on the Missouri Except Tigers. not Penny Hardaway. What? Yeah, he's suspended the first four games of the season. It is oh, wow, that's right. Jackson, does that kill you that Penny won't be there? Yeah, I actually... You wanted to see him. I actually completely forgot about that until Gabe just made that point. I remember it. I'm on the same train as you. I completely forgot. The most disappointing part is that a year ago, this is, would have been acting Memphis head coach Frank Haith, but he has returned. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, that's why James a, Carlton sponsors. The he's Colonel's Texas got levels. Now. He's a Texas He's in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, what Kevin Durant made a return during the summer, and there was a picture with Frank Haith, and he visited Austin. I'm like, what the hell's Frank Haith doing there? And I'm right. like, oh, he's a Texas coach. Who knew? Uh, but Missouri, uh, what a two and a half point favorite or underdog tonight? Favorite, favorite. Uh, two and a half to three and a half point favorite is what I saw this morning. So yeah. this will be a nice test, as opposed to all due respect to the Golden Lions of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah, and what I like about college basketball is everybody plays these games yes. because there's an actual advantage. Losing this game is fine. It's better than beating Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know. So, so every high major team does this four or five times uh, before conference season starts. So you get some actual good games. I think like Arizona might play Duke tonight or something like that. Yeah, uh, they always have like those like champ- conference or uh, champions yeah. invitationals. You know, yeah. sometimes they so play on a ship. Get- 
we get good games early in the season. It's not like, oh, hey, there's there's 61 FBS football games this weekend, and you might want to watch two of them. <laughs> right. That is, that is uh, accurate. So we'll get an idea of, of uh, where they are because they're playing a legitimate tournament contender as uh, well. And uh, where most of the attention at this point in the year, especially considering who they're playing and what could be on the line with regards to a New Year's Six bowl game, is tomorrow afternoon against Tennessee. I uh, I wanted to see if you've heard anything, Gabe, on Luther Burden. I know he was was listed as questionable, like really questionable. Any news on his uh, prognosis for tomorrow's festivities at two thirty on CBS? No, you know, normally we get a uh, an injury report on Thursday nights, and we did not get one this week. We we may still get it this morning. I you know I know they have to get approval of you know twenty seven different people or whatever before they send that to us. So I, at, last I looked, a little over an hour ago, we had not received it. Um, I would anticipate Luther will be questionable on that. I would think he'll play. Um, you know, uh, it might be. I know, like earlier this year with Darius Robinson, he was dealing with the calf thing, and they just said, go out there and play as long as you can play. And right. for a couple weeks, it was three quarters, and then it was a quarter against Memphis. And then they shut him down for a couple weeks. I would think you want Luther out there, at least at the beginning, and at least, you know, to make Tennessee think about it now. Look, we've seen him kind of get banged up and come up limping a few times this year, and he's always come back in the game. Sometimes he's been super effective. Sometimes he hasn't been. Obviously, you're you're at your strongest at the beginning of the game. I mean, he had that what 40-yard touchdown catch against Georgia and then uh, hurt his ankle in the end zone later on in a, a pass he couldn't haul in. Right. Um, came back in the game, didn't have a great second half. Obviously, whether that because of the ankle or because of the Georgia secondary or a little both, I don't really know. That's the thing I noticed, and I know you were at the game, um, but on the CBS coverage, when the trainers went out there, they barely touched his left shoe, and he recoiled in pain immediately. And I thought, oh boy, this isn't like a... He's, you know, going to be able to recover real quickly. I mean, I know he went back out there and he caught the two-point conversion, but he was pretty much a non-factor. And I just think, I think maybe the inclination is, and I know you've said uh, before, he's got a little bit of Jeremy Macklin in him and, and you know, he's going to be some injuries. It's just part of the deal, but then he'll be out there and he'll perform. Combining the shoulder he hurt against South Carolina and then whatever went on last Saturday at Georgia, I just wonder how healthy he is and how much of a factor it is. And then if that is the case, how much of an impact it has on what will be a stout opponent tomorrow, Gabe. What do you think? Well, and especially with an ankle, I mean, the way Luther plays, it's such a part of it. Like, it's a lot of short passes and make a guy miss. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, his quickness and cutting ability is, is next level. Um, but an 80% Luther burden or a 70% Luther burden is better than 100% of a lot of guys. And, again, it at least draws the coverage toward him so that Theo Weiss and Mookie Cooper have have some more opportunities. And, look, just the one thing about Luther is he is so competitive. You know, anybody that maybe saw the uh, antics after the K-State game, mm-hmm. and, like, he is a hyper-competitive dude, kind of like Brady Cook, Cody Schrader. I just... I just don't see him missing this game. I'd, I'd be surprised. Uh, you have said that you consider this game to be more important than the Georgia game. Am I correct on that? I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'll ask. I, I, in some ways, yes, just because Georgia was looking. 
in 90 some odd percent of cases, we looked at Georgia and said, you know, it's probably a loss. And it was. I mean, they played well. They were in it. Um, you know, I think they maybe gained a little as a program there. But if you win this game, you are staring at 10-2. and two. Like, yes, Florida can beat you. Arkansas can beat you. But you will be favored in both those games, I think maybe by a touchdown or so. So if you win this game, you're looking at 10-2. and two. That has happened six times in the history of Missouri football. I mean, if you get to 10-2 and two in the regular season, you're talking about a top five season in the history of the program. And what that does for, you know, the program as a whole, um, I, I mean, I think the Georgia game maybe was more important just like for this particular season because what would have opened up if you had done that. But program as a whole, I mean, this is, I think realistically you can win this game now and Georgia, you could have won. I'm not, I'm not saying they couldn't have won, but it would have taken, would have been more a surprise and taken more kind of different circumstances. Whereas this one, like I think you can line up and beat Tennessee five or six out of 10 times. Anybody that they've played so far this season compared to Tennessee, I feel like it's a, a, a unique operation that they've got going this year. I, I think they're a better Kentucky. Okay, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. They, they want to run the ball. They want to play defense. I think they probably throw the ball better than Kentucky. Well, A, they run the ball better than Kentucky does. B, they play defense better than Kentucky did. They probably throw it better than Kentucky was when they were playing Missouri. So I, I don't want to say it's it's the same game, but the style, I think, is similar. You know, went into Georgia last week and said, if you can stop the run and put them in a position where you have to pass, like it gives you a better chance, but they can still throw the ball around and they've got a lot of weapons. I don't know if they, I, I mean, if you contain Tennessee's running game, if you hold them to four yards to carry like you did Georgia last week, I don't know if Tennessee can beat you the other way. Yeah, Tennessee's uh, quarterback, uh, wide delta. What do you call him, uh, Jackson? Bazooka Joe. Bazooka Joe. Yeah, Bazooka Joe uh, will be on display tomorrow, 2.30 CBS. And for those of you heading down to Furrow Field. Colonel, I was asking this question on TMA earlier this morning. Realistically, like as far as a realistic opponent, Best case scenario for Missouri, if they were to get a New Year's Six uh, bowl game, what would be the best opponent, glamorous matchup that that is out there within the realm of reality? In my opinion, anything other than the Group of Five champion. Um, just because, look, Tulane's a good team. They beat USC last year. They could beat Missouri. Absolutely, they could. But you just don't get that much bounce from it, right? Um, you know, I, I think they could play Louisville maybe, like in the Peach Bowl, and even that. Wouldn't it have been nice if Louisville lost last night, right? Am I right on that? Um, actually, it doesn't really have an impact because the way the New Year's Six Bowls work, the ACC is getting a team in a New Year's Six Bowl. Now, if Florida State makes the playoff, it's Louisville, or right. it's the runner-up. It, 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 like it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Okay, all right. Missouri, okay. Behind Missouri, whatever they're getting in. Now that comes into play. Let's say Miami were to beat Florida State, and then Florida State's not going to get in the playoff. Then Florida State takes that spot, and Louisville slides out. That helps Missouri, but they actually need Florida State to lose more than they need Louisville to lose. Okay. And if Florida State loses, then that's a possibility in a New Year's Six game, right? And ah. that would be uh, very glamorous. The other teams that would be in the conversation, I mean. The Pac-12 non-playoff team, um, you know, I don't think that would probably be how it would work out, but it's possible. The Big Ten non-playoff team, I don't 
know that you want to go play Ohio State, Ooh, right? But cats and dogs. If, if, if you're talking about glamour, um, you know, the, the matchup that, that I think might be actually most likely for Missouri that I kind of like is Penn State and the Citrus Bowl. Nittany Lions. Um, I think that would be cool. We talked about it on Monday. It'd be a rematch of the 1970 Orange Bowl. Um, you know, and, and obviously a lot of cachet, big time, big name program, all that. So I would kind of like that certainly more than I would like Iowa or Wisconsin. Uh, Colonel, you know, on this program, we put people on upset alert. And uh, guess who I have on upset alert? Fine, I'll save you the time. The Michigan Wolverines are on upset alert tomorrow, which might halt the I, Penn State appearance, depending yeah, on how things agree. go between. You do not agree with that take. You don't agree at all. Um, I had I thought Penn State would beat Ohio State, and so I watched that game, and I may never pick Penn State to win another football Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> That was so bad against, like, it's the only good defense they played, and they could do nothing. What, what an Michigan's air attack they have. Good, <laughs> yeah, Michigan's got a good defense. And look, I generally don't like the us against the world thing, but Michigan is going to believe that everybody hates them, largely because I think everybody hates them. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so I can not only see Michigan winning that game, I could see Michigan winning that game. Oh, this colonel's giving me pause before I f- fire a bullet. Do you have anybody on upset alert? Um, I'll be honest, I haven't looked at a lot of the games. I don't really know who's playing. Um, Utah-Washington like, is intriguing to me. Obviously, Georgia Ole Miss... Yeah, Georgia wins that. I think Georgia wins that comfortably. Uh, the, the one I heard on another show I was listening to that I could see is Florida State-Miami. I don't think Miami's great, but I think it's, you know, it's their Super Bowl and all that. And it w- they are, I mean, they're a solid team. The win would leave them not only 7-3, and three, but 7-3 and three having ruined Florida State's season. Um, I could see it, but then again, I could also see them being up six points and you know not taking any in Florida State returning. <laughs> the old Kevin Steele, ninety nine Baylor Bears. Uh, all the coverage on both tonight with Missouri and Memphis, and tomorrow with Missouri and Tennessee can be found at powermizzou.com. dot com. I'm a very happy subscriber, Jackson. Me too. So are you? Look at Me that. Too. And the Colonel has one fork. Worth mentioning, they are both sellouts. Uh, I assume at some point that has happened before in Mizzou history where you had a Friday basketball game and a Saturday football game both sold out, but but I honestly don't really know. How about that? Both sellouts. Friday night, Saturday afternoon. What else could you ask for? Next week will be a Saturday night against the Gators, and then Friday afternoon in Fayetteville to round out the regular season, and Missouri will wait their bowl opponent following that. Gabe DeArmond every Friday here on Balloon Party presented by James Carlton. Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves online at carltoninsurance.net. Thank you, Colonel. All right, guys. Appreciate it. There he is, Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. We uh, will come back, Jackson, with this six-shooter presented by Angry Beaver. We talked blues to open up. Where is Jackson taking us in the second half of the show? All I know is the YouTube chat thinks Jackson was asleep. Asleep? That's what they're saying. Hey, and if, if McLovin says it, I believe it. During the Mizzou segment, they think I'm asleep? I, uh, McLovin said it. No, far from it. Okay, fair enough. You go after McLovin. You go in the YouTube chat. Good luck, but they're my people. Christopher Mintz-Plask? That's right. Nice. Thank you. That's coming up next here on Balloon Party, 101 ESPN and YouTube.